You are listening to the Marriage Mindset Podcast with Heather Flake, episode number 53, The Black Nail Polish Analogy. Marriage isn't easy, but it's not supposed to be. Oftentimes we make it so much harder because of the stories we tell ourselves. The Marriage Mindset will give you tools and perspective shifts to create a more peaceful, connected, and joyful marriage. You ready? Let's go. my beautiful friends. Welcome to Marriage Mindset. How's it going? How's your marriage? How's your life? How are you? I hope that you're doing all right. I hope that you had a lovely Halloween. You know what's so funny, you guys? For the very first time, like literally in my life and in my children's life, we went trick-or-treating. Growing up, we just didn't do that. We would go to like the church trunk or treats and then we would hit up my grandparents' house or like my aunt and uncle's. They all kind of lived close together. But we never went on the street and just did trick-or-treating. And then with our kids, it's like when they were little, that's weird. You can't really walk around with a baby and be like, hi, can you give us some candy? So I didn't do, I mean, you can. I have zero judgment if you do that. <laughs> but we didn't. And then the last couple years on Halloween, our kids have been so sick. So this was the very first year that we went out trick-or-treating. And it was so fun. I was dying because Devin and I were just like, dude, this is so lit. And where we live, our neighborhood and the surrounding neighborhoods were just amazing. So many people where I live decorate the house down with all the Halloween things. I mean, we're talking blow up goblins and witches and pumpkins and just all the things. It was so amazing. And there were so many houses that you'd go up to and they had tables as a family. They were eating and chatting or the Diamondback game was on. It was just so fun. It was like this big community gathering and I was just so inspired. And I'm not a decorator. I'm not a seasonal decorator. My house isn't really like decorated. I'm just not a decorator. That's not a gift that I have. And so I told Devin, I was like, dude, next year we are showing up. We are decorating and I, I don't even know how to decorate. We'll call my mom and we'll have her come decorate our house for Halloween because I want to be a part of this movement. It was so fun. Anyways, okay, I'm excited for today's episode. Today's episode comes from an experience that I had over the weekend that the more I've thought about it, I'm like, yo, this is applicable. So this was on Saturday and we were having a nail party, like we were painting our nails, me and my littles. And so my little kids got out the nail polish bucket and all the things. And Brooks, my little three-year-old, he he's a boy. He likes to bang things and hit things, you know. So he was banging two things, two bottles of nail polish together. And one of them broke. It was like a glass bottle and it broke. And I didn't recognize this, but my brother was here and he was like, Heather, oh my gosh. And it was black. It was not like, you know, the gel top coat, of course. It was black nail polish and it was there was a very large sum of nail polish in the carpet and then it was all over Brooksy's hands. And I was just like flustered and like, oh, what is happening? And like a dummy, I grabbed Brooksy's hands. And so then my hands were covered in black nail polish and it's nail polish. Like for a second, I was thinking it was pudding or washable paint. <laughs> it's not. So it was just this massive mess. So my brother grabs the nail polish remover, which I have about two tablespoons left. And he's frantically pouring it on the carpet. And then I'm dabbing at Brooksy's skin with cotton balls, trying to take it off. And Brooksy is just crying. He's so upset. And I'm like, buddy, are you hurt? Like, is there glass on you? What is going on? And then I'm asking him, are you afraid? You know, and of course, it's like looking back, it's like, okay, yeah, this was kind of, there was kind of some frantic energy. And then he has black paint all over. And he was probably shocked at like, what just happened? 
Anyways, it was quite the fiasco. So I get Brixie all taken care of and cleaned up, but then there's just this huge stain on my carpet. Like stain doesn't really do this justice. If you go on my social media, you can see I posted a picture of this and it's just blacker than black. And it's big, there's a, a really big concentrated spot and then like lines. <laughs> It's amazing. So my brother, like I said, is pouring nail polish remover on it and he's dabbing and scrubbing and nothing is happening. If anything, it's getting worse somehow. So we do what any human would do and we ask Google, we go to the internet and we're like, okay, what do we do? How do we get nail polish out of the carpet? So Hayden runs to the store and he goes and he gets more nail polish remover. He comes back and he calls me. He's like, hey, like, I think you should keep it wet. Like keep spraying water on it. Just keep it wet so it doesn't dry. And I'm like, all right, so we're keeping the stain wet. Anyways, long story short, nothing is working. So then I call my brother. My brothers own a fire and flood restoration company and they're just, they're, I mean, they're smart, incredible men, but also they just, they've seen a lot of things and they know how to treat stains and all that fun stuff. So I call my brother and he says, you know, try some ammonia and try some rubbing alcohol. And I had showed him a picture and he's like, Have, I don't know. I don't know if anything's going to touch that. And I was like, I know, but we'll just see. Then I send my sister a picture. She is a mom of five boys. And so I send her a picture and I'm like, what do you got? What should I do? And then she texts me right back. She's like, I just got on my Facebook group page of moms of multiples. And these women have seen everything, Heather. So there's several posts just like this. And they say to use plain shaving cream and rubbing alcohol. I'm like, okay. So my brother goes back to the store to get all of these supplies and he comes back and Devin is just committed to getting this stain out, which was great because I'll be very honest. I looked at the stain and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, you know what? This is probably not going anywhere. The stain is here to stay. This isn't going to get any better. There's nothing we can do. But Devin luckily was just like, no, like there's got to be a way we're going to figure this out. It's going to come out. So Devin proceeded to spend the next several hours pouring, it ended up being a mix of ammonia and rubbing alcohol and tons of paper towels and Devin and a toothbrush. Devin would pour the stuff on, scrub the stain, and then he'd blot it with a paper towel. And honestly, he did this for hours, but you guys, it came out. Again, go look at my Instagram and you can see, but now you could never tell that there was black nail polish all over my carpet. It's completely gone. There's no trace. It's miraculous to me. It was so amazing. But as I've thought about this and laughed over this past few days, I've made a few parallels that I want to share with you today. I think so often this is how it is in our relationships. There is a big stain or a big problem or something ugly happening that we just feel like, you know what? I don't know how this is ever going to get better. I don't know how we're going to overcome this. I also think we have lots of thoughts, just like I did when I saw the stain of like, you know what, this is just how it is. This is how it is when you're married. This is as good as it gets. Or, you know what, nothing's going to work. Nothing's going to fix this. This isn't going to get better. So I think we have so many limiting thoughts that we just naturally think, and we even have good reason for thinking, but that keeps us from working on the stain, if you will, right? That keeps us from trying new things. That keeps us from being open and believing that, hey, this could get better. Or maybe we could resolve this issue. Or maybe there is a solution. Maybe there's someone out there that can help us and that can help us make this so much better. It's hard for us to believe that and see that and think that when we are confronted with this big black 
air quote, stain. So when I say stain, I'm talking about the nail polish, but really what I'm meaning is that thing in your relationship that you feel like is just a problem, a challenge, or maybe it's just something that happened a long time ago that you feel like you've never really recovered from, that it's always caused a rift, whatever. So today I wanna address four main problem thoughts that we have that keep us from progressing or healing or finding more hope and change and connection in our relationships, all right? So the first thought that keeps us from finding peace or more connection or a better relationship is this thought. This is how it is. Or also that it's the same thing as you know how people say, and I say this all the time, it is what it is. Like when someone's struggling or something bad happened and we're like, oh, I'm so sorry, that's so sucky. And the person's like, you know what? It is what it is. Okay, so that kind of idea of like how things are in your relationship, how you interact, how you feel, whatever your rhythms and patterns are, you may have this thought of like, you know what? It is what it is. This is just how it is. This is what it's like to be married. I want to challenge you to not believe that anymore because I was thinking that when I saw this nail polish scene before my eyes and I'm just like, you know, this is just, this is how it is. It's black and there's so much of it and it's such a deep concentration. There is no way that this is going to come out. There is no magical solution or chemical that is going to draw this out of the carpet. There's just no way. This is just how it is, right? So I want you to think what things in your relationship are you attaching that sentence to? This is just how it is. What things in your relationship have you just taken a back seat to? Have you just decided to accept even though you're not okay with them, even though you don't really like them, even though you wish they were not a part of your relationship? What are those things that you are just accepting because you simply believe it is what it is. This is just how it is and it's never going to change. I want to invite you to look at those things. The next phrase that I think when I say phrase and thought that we tend to deal with a lot is nothing will work. I was thinking that exact same thing when I'm seeing this black nail polish fiasco. Like, you know what? Nothing is going to work. There is no magic sauce that is going to extract this from my carpet. Nothing will work. What areas in your life, what areas in your relationships are you thinking that nothing is going to work? Identify those things. Draw them out. The next thought, thought number three, that tends to keep us exactly where we are is no one can know about this, right? I think there's so many of us that have a nail polish situation in our relationship and we think no one can know. People cannot know that we're struggling with this thing. People cannot know that we fight all the time. People cannot know that we're struggling with pornography. People cannot know that we're really unpresent and we don't even talk to each other and we're just staying together for the kids, right? No one can know, which this is just shame, right? That is shame speaking, that's shame taking over. But when we have that thought and that belief of no one can know, what do we do? We isolate ourselves. We pull back, we pull away from family or friends or other support systems or community that might actually be able to really help and assist and buoy us up. We pull away from all of that because shame says no one can know about this. This has to stay in the closet. So naturally we isolate ourselves when we're in that situation. So what we do, so this is kind of like the fourth thing, when I think all of these things take us to number four. When we think this is how it is, nothing's going to work and no one can know, what do we do? We start thinking about, okay, 
How can we cover this up? How can we put a band-aid over this? How can we avoid this, right? So again, if you go back to the nail polish analogy, I was already thinking, as I'm thinking, this isn't gonna work, the stain's never gonna come out. I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna have to find a rug. But even then I'm like, but it's in a really weird spot in the front room for a rug. Like no one would ever put a rug there, but I'm thinking, well, I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy a rug. I'm also thinking I'm gonna have to replace all the carpet in this front room when we move out. Better start saving my money, okay? So I'm thinking of how can I cover this up? How can I make sure that people don't see this horrible, ugly stain when they walk in? But the other thing that happens when we're concerned about covering it up. And the other thing we do quote again, I know you can't see me cover it up is we buffer. So let's say something is going on in your relationship that you are not a fan of that you don't like. So again, maybe it's a spouse that struggles with pornography. Maybe it's a spouse that struggles with being completely faithful to you. Maybe it's a spouse that's struggling with their faith. Maybe it's you. Maybe you are struggling with your faith and you're having a faith crisis and you don't really know what you believe anymore. Whatever it is, maybe you guys just really disagree on parenting or finances, or maybe you just feel very disconnected as a couple. Maybe you feel like you don't work well together as a team. Maybe you feel like your spouse is just super checked out. He's not present and he's not giving you and your family what you feel like you really need from him. Whatever it is, when you feel like something is really going wrong in your relationship, we tend to cover it up by buffering, right? This may look like scrolling a lot on social media and looking at other people's marriages and how wonderful their lives are and making yourself feel like crap because yours is not that way. Maybe it looks like eating. Maybe it looks like overeating things to try to numb yourself. Maybe it looks like watching a lot of TV. Maybe that in itself leads to pornography or drug use or whatever, but just indulging in something that will take your mind off of the pain that you're feeling right now, right? So buffering is just anytime we're feeling internal pain, we go to an external source to try to solve for that internal pain. Does that make sense? Another form of buffering can just simply be avoiding, pretending like there's no black stain on my carpet. What are you talking about? No one's going to see that, right? Or maybe it's just you're in denial, like, no, everything's fine. We we got married in the temple, so it's totally fine. It'll all work out. We'll just pray a lot about this. It'll be fine. So yeah, avoiding denial, just not paying attention to it, not putting effort in to this issue to try to improve it or solve for it or make change. Another tactic that we do when it comes to trying to cover up our problem instead of actually treating it at the root and figuring out what's really going on and where this problem is stemming from is we think, you know, I just need a new relationship. Maybe I should get a new husband or a new wife, or maybe I should just completely cut all ties with my mother-in-law or whatever. We just think, you know what, maybe we just need to completely get rid of this thing and get a new one because then that new person, that will make me feel so much better and then I don't have to deal with this right? So even in the nail polish example, it's like, oh, we'll just get new carpet, right? Instead of doing the hard work of A, telling people, y'all, I have nail polish everywhere. Help me. What should I do? And then being willing to try all different kinds of things and spend the time and effort to actually make it better. Does that make sense? Do you see where we're going here? Now let's address these things. What do we do? So if you find yourself in this spot where you 
think or believe any of these things of, you know what, this is just how my relationship is. This is kind of the ceiling. This is as good as it gets for us or nothing's gonna work. Nothing can save this relationship. Nothing can make it better. Or if it's, you know what, no one can really know the state of our relationship, how we feel, what we're going through, what what's happened, whatever. And if you also just feel like you're constantly in a state of trying to cover up what's going on by avoiding what's happening, denying what's happening, or constantly trying to introduce new things into your life to try to feel better about the state of your relationship, that's what I want us to focus on and notice. But now let's talk about what do we do with these things. Okay, so again, I'm gonna pull in this parallel of the nail polish on the carpet. So it happens, you see the thing. So that parallel is you recognize, hey, something is wrong in my relationship. Maybe that's just some, something you don't like, you feel like something is off, it's just not where you want it to be. So you identify the thing, you notice you have black nail polish all over your carpet and you don't want it to be there. The next thing, how we can avoid these things, how we can change these thought patterns and actually create change and hope and greater connection in our relationship, you guys, is by actually reaching outward. Because here's the thing, the only reason I found things that worked for my carpet was because I reached out to other people. I reached out to people that I knew, knew more about this issue than I did. I called family members, I did look on the internet, I said, hey, you go to the store, get this, let's try this, right? So that's one of the main things. You have to be willing to reach out for some help. Even if that starts with you just telling a friend, hey, you know, without disclosing personal information that you don't wanna disclose and without throwing this other person under the bus, using I statements and being like, hey, I'm really struggling in my marriage. I'm feeling really alone, I'm feeling really discouraged, I don't know what to do, right? Just being able to find someone reaching out instead of letting shame keep you in this spot where you just suffer and think this is happening because you're not worthy or whatever other lies you're telling yourself. You reach outward. So again, maybe that's talking to a friend, it's a parent, maybe that's talking to a bishop, maybe it's finding a coach or a therapist or a counselor, someone that can help you look at this nail polish and be like, hey, listen, this is totally treatable. There are so many things we can do to make this better and even get rid of this stain. That's one thing. Another thing that's really important to do that kind of piggybacks off of that is to believe that it's available to you. When I saw the stain on my carpet, I was just like, you know what, this is probably as good as it gets. Like what I'm seeing is totally dark black, tons of nail polish, there's no way. So, the same thing goes on in your relationship. If you feel like there's no hope, there's no way this is ever gonna get better, guess what? It's not gonna get better. So you have to infuse, you have to introduce a little bit of hope. One of the best ways to do this is by simply introducing the word maybe and what if. You know what? What if we could actually overcome this issue together? Hey, maybe it's possible for me to feel more connected to myself and to my spouse. Hey. What if I actually found someone to really help us move through this hard thing? Okay, so you have to look at your beliefs and be willing to challenge them and question them and introduce some room and some space in your brain for, hey, something else is totally available to us. Of course this can get better. Of course we can find some relief. There has to be some room for a little bit of belief so those sentences that are driving you right now aren't so powerful. Another thing is to be open, to be open to the change. 
to be open that, hey, you know what? There's totally someone, something that can help us work through this, that can help me to feel better. Ultimately, and lastly, just believing, and I want you to know that hope and connection and harmony and peace, all of those things that you want in your relationship that you feel like are missing right now, all of those things are constantly available to you. But of course, you're not gonna recognize that or see that when all you can see is the nail polish that's all over the carpet and you're just staring at it, believing, oh my gosh, this is it. This is, it can never get better. This is how my floor is gonna look forever. So if you are burdened by all of those thoughts, it's gonna be really hard to believe anything else. So like I always tell you, if you find yourself in this situation, I wanna invite you to get all of these thoughts out. Give these thoughts airtime and then question them and start introducing those words in your mind, the what if and maybe, so you can loosen up some of these beliefs and then you guys go to work, start doing some research, look for a coach, a counselor, a therapist, whoever it is that you're like, you know what, I resonate with that person. You know what, I'm actually gonna book a free call with them. I'm gonna show up for this consultation and see if we are a good fit, right? Like putting yourself out there to explore and to see what is available, you have to be vulnerable. You have to have some courage. You have to feel uncomfortable. But I always tell my clients, I'm like, honey, look at how uncomfortable you are now. Look how crappy you feel right now. Let's choose the crappy that is like productive and gets us closer to how we wanna feel instead of the crappy that keeps us stuck. Does that make sense? I really do believe that so much can change when you are willing to open yourself up to other people and other experiences when you're willing to try something new, and when you're willing to be intentional, right? Again, you can't control anyone beside yourself, but if you want something to change in the relationship, the only person that needs to be on board with that is you. And then you can go about finding the way in which resonates with you and is going to work for you. And that's the other thing. You might have to try lots of things before it works. At the beginning, when we were working on this nail polish stain, it wasn't working, but we didn't give up. We didn't say, well, this sucks, this is just how it's gonna be. And luckily my husband was there. I might have given up. So that's the other thing. Surround yourself with people that do believe in you and that do believe hope and connection and change is possible and that you deserve it because you do. Surround yourself with a support system, a cheerleader, even if it's just one other person that will help you to keep going, to keep trying, to keep putting in effort on those days when you wanna quit and you wanna give up and you think, you know what, this is just as good as it gets. Because so much more is available to you, but in order to access that, you have to create more space in your brain for new beliefs and new thoughts that will allow you to take action. Action being reaching out for help, finding resources that really are gonna serve you, and then thinking in a new different way and believing new things so that you can actually have a new relationship and create that connection and change that you desire. So that's what I have for you today. So my friend, if you are suffering and just feeling like there is a big black nail polish blob in your relationship that is really bogging you down, I wanna invite you to reach out to me. And here's the thing, we may not be a good fit for each other and that's fine, I'm not for everyone. But if it's not me, let it be someone. Find someone that you resonate with and that you are excited to do this work with so that you can receive all that's available to you, all right? Your relationship can be so much more if you will allow it to be by changing your thoughts and beliefs and by your willingness to try and implement and do things you've never done 
before. Don't fall victim to the trap of this is how it is. If you believe that how your relationship now is as good as it's going to get because it's always been this way and it just is what it is, that is poison. It will prove itself true, but it does not have to be true. The only way that stays true is if you don't do anything about it, if you don't choose to believe or try or implement anything new. And there's so much more available to you. So I just want to remind you that you don't have to believe that, that so much more is available to you. And this is how it is. Yeah, it might be how it is today, but it doesn't have to stay that way. All right, my beautiful friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. And uh, I would absolutely love to help you do this work. So you can go to Instagram, Heather Flake Coaching, send me a direct message. I would love to chat with you and see how we can clean up your relationship and make it one that you feel so much more connection and peace and joy because that's available to you. All right, my friend, have a gorgeous week and we'll talk to you next time. Take care.